0: And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is The Art of Health, my podcast. So, to get right to it, I always wonder if you guys can hear the chair creaking. I think you can. It's a creaky chair. Oh well. Anyway, to get right to it, uh, this podcast is on a subject that is short, sweet, but I think very profound. And it's something that really applies to everywhere in life. You could call this the the talent gap. You could call this the aptitude chasm, chasm. If you want to, you know, use a thesaurus and have fun with it. You can call this this the uh, kind of like the difference between a natural learner versus someone that has to study hard. You could call this the difference between being gifted and not being gifted. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the concept that the more natural ability you have in something, the greater your margin for error. Meaning that if you are naturally good at something, or if really if you are very skilled at something, period, you can afford to make more mistakes. So someone that is a master at something can better recover from a mistake than someone that is a beginner. And that concept carries over to talent because what you see in very talented people, and I'll give you a generic example, um, very, very generic example. So in regards to talent, let's say you're naturally strong. So if you can naturally bench press 405, let's say, so you can press 400 pounds, your ability to struggle with a weight and grind it out is going to be far greater than somebody that can only bench press 200 pounds. Why is that? Because your proficiency is higher. Your talent, which in this case lends itself to proficiency, it allows you that margin of error. And when I've written technical articles about training, I've called this the margin of breakdown. How much can you break down doing a movement and still perform it relatively correctly? I've also called this the margin of brutality, meaning just brute strength. The more brutally strong someone is, the more naturally strong someone is, for whatever reason, the more they can afford to do stuff incorrectly and still get away with doing it. So you could call that, you could call it that too. You could call that how much, how talented are you that you can get away with something? How good are you at something that you can get away with doing it not quite right, but still have the outcome that you want happen? Now, the less skilled you are, the less proficient you are, the less mastery you have, the less your margin for error. The greater your proficiency mastery, the greater your margin for error. Now, that's simple enough, I think, anyway. I think that's simple enough. The thing that confounds people, the thing that confuses people, is when they are naturally talented at something, And it takes them to a level of proficiency that another person would have had to work hard for. But once they're at that level, they don't know how to progress. So this would be kind of like the talented slacker, so to speak. Someone that's so good at something that they don't really have to practice it. But when they get to the level where other people are at their level, they don't know what to do. You see this very often with elite athletes. I mean, I'm not going to, there's no need to give specific examples, but you see this across many sports with division one athletes, NFL, MLB, NBA, they're great talents in college. They dominate on a team. You, you see this in football all the time with the quarterback positions, lots of positions. You see guys, these great athletes and they get to the pro level and everyone's as good as them and they stop getting better. Because, you know, they were, in a, they were a big fish in a small pond. They had a lot of, you know, you could, again, you can say natural talent, so to speak, that got them to the almost the top level. But at the tip-top, at the point of being elite, you know, in, in the elite pool, in the big ocean, they sink. They don't know how to improve. So there's kind of an irony to this. Your margin of error is far greater when you're at the elite level in comparison to an amateur in comparison to someone else that's elite, your margin of error is almost nothing. So a master cannot afford to make a mistake against another master. It's a fatal one. It's like in boxing. You know, my buddy uh, Ed Latmore, you know, he's a professional boxer, a very good one. You know, And he's also been knocked out before. And I say that not to criticize the guy at all. But it's just the reality that he's a professional boxer, he's a heavyweight. Knockouts happen. He knows, you know, unfortunately by experience, but he knows that you know, in a fight against another heavyweight at the pro level, one punch can mean a knockout. That's the reality of it. Same thing in the UFC. I'm, I'm a physical guy. I like these physical things. In the UFC, you see guys that are heavy punchers, heavy hitters. You can't afford to fuck up against a guy like that. You're both at the top level. You both are elite. If you make a critical mistake, you're done. So it's an interesting... Uh, you know, I guess you'd say a dichotomy, or I guess you could say it's an interesting situation overall. It's an interesting situation. When you're at the elite level, you can make lots of mistakes playing an amateur game, but you can't really make too many mistakes playing a pro game. So your margin of error, in a way, it both increases and decreases depending upon the game that you're playing. And you know that's a subject probably unto itself. But you have to consider this in your own life. What games are you playing and how good are you at them? Do you have things that you have mastered? Do you have things that you are a novice at? What is the level of game you're playing? If you're a master at something and you know how good you are, but you're playing a small person's game, you're playing small stakes, are you holding yourself back? At the same time, if you are just starting out in something, if you are just learning something, how many times? can you afford to screw up? how much can you afford to make mistakes? because mistakes come with the territory of anything. at the same time, depending on upon the nature of the game and the stakes involved, you might be a beginner in a situation where you can't really screw up too many times. there are certain fallacies. this kind of taps into the idea that, you know, if you 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 know that success is built on failures. It is and it isn't. You can only fail at something so many times before you're just a failure at it. That gets neglected oftentimes in the, in the motivational talk. You, know, you, you build your success on a mountain of failure. You, know, you fall seven times, stand up eight. What if on the seventh time you fall, it kills you? you know, fall seven times, stand up eight. What if you can't stand back up? You have to take these things into account. You know, platitudes are nice. Platitudes are nice. I could post platitudes all day. There are business gurus. They have built their careers, literally, I think, on just 90% posting platitudes about hustle and success. And if you fuck up, you keep going. You know, sometimes shit kills you. Sometimes stuff breaks you down that you cannot continue on. So these are, these are things, these are factors that you have to be cognizant of. But relative to the margin of breakdown, relative to the margin of mastery... I think I like that. Margin of mastery. That sounds catchy. I could market a book with that title if I really felt like writing it. Related to your margin of mastery, your proficiency, know how good you are, know the game that you're playing, know the stakes that are involved, and know what it takes to get to the next level, and know what it takes to stop yourself. If you know those four things, if you have that situational awareness of yourself, your abilities, your opponents, their abilities, and the rules of the game as a whole. If you have those components, you should be able to maneuver yourself in a position to succeed. If you don't know those things, and you're just going on hope, you're going to fail. So I will end on that note. Until next time, thank you to everyone that has left a positive review on the podcast. Thank you to the Patreon patrons, and I will talk to you guys again. And I will say... Well, in this case, I'm going to go train, train hard, and good luck.